What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode two of this podcast. Um, I'm still trying to think of a title here, but today we're going to be talking about Destiny 2. So Destiny 2 has always been, uh, or Bunch, sorry, not Destiny 2. Destiny 2 has been a game that uh, I was looking forward to since 2017. Um, it's been almost two years since it's been out. Um, they're about to reach uh, year two of the game here in September. But um, Bungie has always been one of those studios where I can always trust when they made Halo uh, with Microsoft. I think they made, I believe, Halo 1 through Halo Reach, I believe. And then they handed it over to 343 Industries where they continued the Halo franchise. And then we're waiting on the new Halo title currently. But however, with Destiny 2, I was a little bit disappointed. Um, Not because of everything that was happening at Bungie and Activision. Um, I just felt like... Destiny 2 had a great story. Um, I know people are going to say Destiny 1 did not have a story at all. However, as you can see, um, Destiny 2 really did bring that. Um, as of now, I feel like Bungie is currently working on Destiny 3. Um, that is just my my complete and honest opinion right now. Um, I feel like since them leaving Activision a couple months back and just forgetting about what has happened with Destiny 2's life cycle, um, I thought the game... Destiny 2 will be will last longer than three years as much as Destiny 1 did. I love Destiny 1. Destiny 1 was by far one of my favorite games I've ever played. Um, it's actually the longest game I've ever played. Before then, I was played Borderlands 2 on the 360, and then when Destiny 1 or when, yeah, when Destiny 1 came out on new gen, I decided to uh, try that game out, and I was I was kind of iffy at first because it was Bungie's first title, uh, being away from Microsoft as well as um, being able to uh, make a community and bring back fans of the whole old Halo series. So it currently now in Destiny 2, there's really nothing to do. Um, I know, uh, I believe that uh, spring event, the revelry just ended. I feel like the biggest thing I'm going to be talking about right now is PvP. PvP has always been a big part of Destiny 1 and 2, in my opinion. But when Destiny 2 came out, it didn't launch with anything. Um, it launched with quick play and competitive. That was mainly it. They combined all these game modes, Clash, Control, uh, Supremacy, all this stuff into the quick playlist. And then they released the brand new countdown mode, which was like a search and destroy type thing, which is kind of disappointing in my opinion. I feel like countdown is a great game mode, but when they introduced Trials back into the mix of things and they made it so survival and all this other stuff, it just made the game so much slower and there wasn't really those hero moments as they were in Destiny 1 with Trials of Osiris. So it's it was really disappointing to see what happened with Trials and then to find out they take it away in Season 2, I believe, or Season 3, one of those two. And then they took it away and it's just, just super disappointing because Bungie would have gotten so much feedback about Destiny 2's uh, Trials of the Nine. And then I believe, I, I thought it would be way better than uh, Trials of Size, but however that translated to the, probably the worst game mode they've ever made and some people may disagree with me on this it's just 4v4 crucible whether it's quick play com- comp or whatever shouldn't be a thing the reason why I say that is because 4v4 should only stay in like other games I believe people are saying Destiny 1 or Destiny 2 should go to esports but with the balancing in this game it is horrible you can't they are terrible at balancing guns which is their biggest problem the guns have been a huge issue when it comes to balancing in destiny meaning the reason because of this is the they 
they just don't know how to patch or nerf anything at a single time. So when it comes to it, within a new patch or a new sandbox update, they will always miss something in the update that they don't tell all the community members. And then people find out all oh, the thorn or the last word is going to be amazing. And then if you, and I don't like it at all. I remember back in Destiny 1, there was a gun called the Clever Dragon, and I believe it was in Season 3, because it was with Iron or uh, Rise of Iron, and it was a fully automatic pulse rifle that annihilated anyone you went up against. No matter what role you had on it, you would obliterate anyone. And it was kind of one of those guns that they took forever to, to nerf, and I hated that, They, especially with the Thorn and Last Word meta and towards the end of season one or season or beginning of season two they didn't even touch it once once uh house of wolves came out they didn't even worry about it so translate that to destiny 2 it is taking them forever just to nerf luna's and not for god i'm not saying they're bad guns i say if you put the time and effort into getting those guns 100 percent you will earn them and i like that's what i like about the luna's howl and not forgotten i currently only have luna's howl the reason why I don't go for Not Forgotten is they're kind of the same gun. The only thing difference you're going to get between Not Forgotten and Lunas Out is the range. Not Forgotten has a longer range than it is uh, Lunas Out. They have the Magnificent Howl perk on it. And when you look at it, there's no big difference. Just one has extra range on it. I think the stat change was like a 10% increase in range. And then to find out they're nerfing it and they're just nerfing the, 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 the yeah, I can't even speak right now. They're nerfing that one perk that you can two tap people. Now it's going to be like a three tap. You actually have to aim for the body. And it's, I don't know, it's kind of a good change for people who don't have the gun. But this also means, which is a good thing, is you get to try out different weapons. However, people like to try this stuff out in Trials of Osiris or Trials of the Nine, I guess. And Trials of the Nine have not been back since December. And um, this is so disappointing. Same thing with Faction Rally. We haven't even seen Faction Rally come back since Season 2. And people have been asking where that is. The game is so stale right now with this whole season with this whole uh, season pass thing. And I absolutely hate it. Because what happens is you're asking us to spend another $40 uh, US dollar currency to buy three DLC packs. And they decided to stay away from the... The campaign side of things what they did with Warmind and uh, Curse of Osiris. So it Curse of Osiris would have been so so much better if random rolls were implemented into the game. The reason why I say that is random ro static rolls ruined Destiny 2, and the reason why for that is it made it completely normal for casual players to play the game. That's what made a lot of people pissed off about Destiny 2 at the beginning of its life cycle is because. It was static roll everything. No armor perks on any of the armor pieces, especially the exotic pieces. You would think in what they did in Destiny 1 would translate to Destiny 2. No, we still, in Crucible, we do not have Rift, uh, Skirmish, Salvage. We have we have none of these game modes. Rumble didn't come within six months of the game being out. So I don't know what's happening at Bungie. Ever since they, they split from Activision and became an, indi an independent studio, I thought they would be able to do great things with it. The reason why I say that is because uh, Bungie has done so many great things with Halo. Um, they built such of Halo 2 was the best Halo game, and then Halo 3 to follow after, in my opinion. They made it such a big fan, fan base about it. And then when you translate this over to Destiny, they, they built a new community off it, and then all of a sudden they're ruining it with all this 
crap that doesn't need to be added. I know every game nowadays have microtransactions, and then it's it's all up to the player base if they want to buy it. Uh, when the game, I believe, hit its first year in Forsaken, um, around that time, they were uh, Bungie announced, or I don't know, somebody found out that XP exploiting or something like that. They were like they were screwing over the player base really badly with this whole XP thing and how they were saying the XP is not in the right spot and then all this bright engram and all this stuff and I believe like you can put microtransactions into the game I'm completely fine with it and if you look at Anthem currently Anthem has not even been Anthem was the most anticipated game of this year people were excited about it until it got into the VIP demo and then it got into the beta form then went to the full release people were so devastated with this game, with EA and everything like that. And people knew it's EA. EA has always been known to make these simple mistakes, but you would never think out of Bungie, a Bungie who, or a studio like Bungie, who has been a great company and studio would never make this mistake. And they felt like when Activision was still partnered with them, that they were, I think the rumors of the, the people were saying that Activision has Bungie tied up on like leashes and they were just barking at them what to do. So it, you hear all these different stories and stuff like that. In my opinion, I think microtransactions don't belong in Destiny. I think if you were to shy away from microtransactions and you just move to the main, this mainly focusing on player base and just how much fun it is to play Destiny, I bet you'll have fun in the game without even worrying about paying money and stuff like that. I'm not saying go free DLC like every other game has been. All I'm saying is DLC can ruin games. They can also make games funner. If you look at World of Warcraft, all these games that have been out for years and how player players are still returning to play that game, Destiny can do that, or Bungie can do that. Um, the biggest things that have saved Destiny's uh, franchise has been the Taken King and then Forsaken. The reason why I say that is Forsaken brought something different that no one has ever seen before. And it's just a great story. And it also, the content within it, once you finish the story, you, got, you dove into the end game, necessarily you found out more of the backstory you found out like what, what the queen came back and all this stuff so it you can totally tell that bungie is really pushing this but you don't see it in their other uh seasons like season of the forge one of the probably the least i don't know i'm not a fan of season of the forge um i don't know i felt like everything they did in it was good i love the ada bounty um shout out to say no to rage um he was the one that said destiny should have bounties like Ada's bounties the way you can always grind for a certain gun or armor piece and if you were to put this into into accountants with every planet in this game as well as the the planet vendors and stuff like that and put bounties like that you can easily have a grindy game and have fun with it and that's the one thing i'm missing in destiny 2 that i believe is causing the biggest controversy about this game but Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was um, a very interesting topic. Um, Des like I said, Destiny 2 has always been one of those games that I can always play. But as of now, over the past couple months, it's been very disappointing with this game. Mainly because of the lack of content to do. Um, I'm going to be making a second part to this video because there's so much I want to talk about. But as of now, I'm currently not playing Destiny 2. And it's for I have a lot more reasons to explain. If you guys would like to see more podcast about destiny 2 make sure to hit that follow button also leave me suggestions of what you got of what games you guys want to talk about whether it's 
uh, Halo, Call of Duty. It can be, it doesn't even need to be a shooter. It can be a racing game. It can be a Lego game. It can be all these different types of games that we can always talk about or I can always talk about, give you guys my honest opinions on. We also have E3 coming up here within a month, actually, and I will be doing a huge breakdown of that. Um, I love the time around E3 in summertime being able to see all the new games coming out but i hope you guys enjoyed this episode make sure to hit that follow button if you're on spotify and apple music thank you for listening you guys have a fantastic day and we'll see you guys in the next episode